in losing my freedom, I discovered my freedom. In a world where we often feel as if your freedom is being taken away, these words from Garen Jones unveil the truth about freedom. Join me and Garen Jones for an incredible conversation that will help you navigate through tough times with a calm mind. In this episode, you'll learn why doing the opposite of what you normally do could help you achieve the life you want, why pride is your biggest roadblock, how to find freedom within yourself and not through external sources, and five points to help you navigate any and every storm that comes your, comes your way. Garen has dealt with homelessness for two and a half years, living out of his car and feeling like he was drowning in misery, as well as being sent to prison for two and a half years. Yet going through both of those difficulties and more, he found a way to turn his life around. Garen's story is a perfect example of how you can go through so many difficult things in life, but it doesn't mean that you'll never find success. In a place of difficulty, Garen developed the strength to rescue himself. Health and fitness play such a big role in his life because he grew up thinking success was in material things. It wasn't until he got healthy that he started to feel better. Once he started to feel better, he then started to think, speak, and act differently. His actions changed based on how he was feeling. You can only reach a certain level of happiness when you're not healthy. There's no way you can be happy if your heart isn't healthy. Six and a half years after being homeless, Garen is now a serial entrepreneur who motivates and inspires thousands. The knowledge he gained while being shaped and molded sent him down the pathway to become a transformation coach. Garen is an advocate for living a healthy life. He's a business coach, an incredible speaker, and author of the new book, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life. Now it is time to help you find freedom through the storm with Garen Jones. Welcome to today's Thought Leader, where I'm challenging you to rise up, speak up, and create a movement. I'm your host, Ruby Fremon, and I'm here as a catalyst for you, the new generation of thought leaders. I'm a kick-ass life coach, a bullshit detector, and courageous communicator. I'll show you how to gain visibility, build a cult following, and create impact while increasing your income. Join me every week as I dive into raw and real conversations that will help you amplify your presence, influence, and impact. It's time to unapologetically do what you're here to do and do it your way. So get ready, thought leaders, and let's make shit happen. Hey, Thought Leaders, I am back and I'm super excited. In fact, I've been excited all week for this conversation with the one and only Garen Jones. Why am I excited? I'm excited because he inspires me so much. I haven't even told him this. He inspires me. We actually just connected, really. Um, but I've been doing a little bit of social media creeping on you, Garen. Yeah. And um, there's just something special about you. I think we all have stories. You know, we all have our pain to trauma, uh, pain to power stories. But there's something about the way in which you choose to show up today that takes the pain to power story to a whole new level. Mm -hmm. So without further ado, Garen, welcome to today's Thought Leader. I'm really, really excited to dive in. That was one 
heaven of a way to bring on a guest. Thank you so much. I feel so good after that acknowledgement. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And it's, I think there's, there's a lot of people doing similar work to what we do and we all bring our different energies to it. And what you bring to the table is, um, this, this, uh, combination of like vibrancy and authenticity that is so deep. Like you, you watch, you, I can watch you on video and I know that this person is super genuine. Whereas you can see other people and you're like, it feels like they're, there's something that might be reaching or trying or, or positioning or posturing. And so it's really beautiful the way in which you show, show up. And I'm excited to share that presence with our audience today. Thank you. And I, you know, I, I acknowledge you for even creating this platform so that stories like mine can actually be heard. Because there was one time in my life where I was like, I don't matter. I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. But when I am able to just share my testimony and the, the lessons that I've learned, and there's somebody who actually wants to hear it and mm -hmm. give it to their audience, I can, there's so much kudos that goes out to you as well. So thank mm. you. Yeah, thank you. So I'd love to start now. I don't usually have, to be honest, I don't usually have my guests share their story online, but uh, on the podcast, but I feel that there's something just so special and unique about your story. It needs to be shared. And so I would love for you to share in, you know, a synopsis version okay. of your story and what brought you here today. Well, um, you know, I, I, I came from very, very, very humble beginnings, meaning my family was broke. And uh, even though I didn't know what broke was until I met a, a family that had a lot of money, and then I instantly knew that there was a difference. Right. My mom, how come we don't have a two-story? How come we don't have a Jaguar? How come we don't have all these things? And it just had me wondering, like, I want that. And I remember when I was a little kid, my mother, she always said, she was like, whenever you can make your own money, you can buy whatever you want. Boom. Got it. Right. So when I was a little kid, I had a lemonade stand. I was going door to door, cutting lawns. This is five and six and seven years old. Mm -hmm. Lawns, um, washing people's cars. So I always had that drive. However, I lacked discipline and guidance. Mm. So the only kind of people that that really took me under their wing when I was a little kid were the you know the people that you know, got into drugs and gangs and things like that. So I right. came up in an environment. I was never in a gang, but I rolled around with gang members. And I'm broke. I have no money mm -hmm. now. I'll do anything to make money. I ended up. I spent two and a half years in a French in a, in a French prison. I lived in my car for two and a half years. I tried to kill myself twice. Over $200,000 in debt, pretty much disowned a relationship. I mean, my daughter pretty much disowned um, her relationship with me because you can't give what you don't have. So I didn't have love for myself. Mm -hmm. And um, my mother was dying in the hospital. So it was one thing after another. Uh, in August 2011 at 3.43 in the morning, I had, I call it my moment of surrender. Mm -hmm. I was in the corner of La Brea in Hollywood, and I just yelled out as loud as I could, okay, I'm tired of fighting. I don't want to fight anymore. I want to be healthy. I want to be happy. I want to be surrounded by nothing but positive people, and I just want to 
inspire people and I want to make a bunch of money, but I want the money to represent something that I passionately believe in that I would do for free. Just show me a sign. Mm -hmm. A week later, I'm at the gas station with my last $2 and a homeless guy walks up to me and asks me for money. And I say, you have more money than me. And he goes, change your mindset, change your life. And it was right there in that moment, I had a conscious interrupt and it made me think about, I flashed back my whole life. Is my life alive because of what I'm thinking? So what if I do different with the same circumstances? Well, it's been eight and a half years of Mm -hmm. me staging myself outside of my habitual childhood patterns. Mm -hmm. And from everything I would never do because of the change your mindset, change your life philosophy, I have attracted a life that has surpassed beyond my wildest dreams. Mm-hmm. And I've completely transformed my life. And now instead of wanting to take my life, I live to breathe life into humanity. I love that. That's so beautiful. And everyone listening, I want you to understand this is really the nutshell version. There's so much more in the midst of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but thank you for sharing that. There, there's something that came up for me immediately was in that moment where he says, change your mindset, change your life. We get a lot of people telling us a lot of things all the time. You know, we, we have our stack of books on our nightstand with all this advice. We listen to podcasts that are feeding us with, with positive things. And yet people aren't always grasping onto those ideas or those nuggets of wisdom the way in which you chose to in that moment. So in that moment, what led you to really anchor into that into the change your mindset, change your life. You know what it was? If I would have heard that while I had everything going on for my life, I wouldn't have, I would have heard it through the eyes of pride and ego Mm because I just, I prided myself on being proud and I had a huge ego. Yeah. And, but I was at a point in my life where on the surface, I'm like, why do I feel like the universe is taking everything away from me? Take away my mom, my daughter, my money, my jobs, my girlfriend, and I just have nothing. Well, from a space of nothing, you can create everything, but I didn't know that. So at the time, I had been broken down so much Mm -hmm. that I couldn't even hold up my pride. Yeah. So because my pride wasn't in the way, right. when the guy spoke to me, I actually heard him. Right. But it also feels like in that moment when you were screaming out to, to God, to the universe, that was also the moment where you fully surrendered your pride. Oh, it was, you know, when I think about it, yes. But in the moment, I didn't know. I was just right. eyes, bloodshot. I'm screaming, snotty nose, crying. Ah, ah. I'm talking about that belting out a sound. I didn't even know humans could make like a, you know, you have these animals that, that have these mating calls or you have these, <laughs> the well that has this low resonating sound. Of, and you can hear it from far away. So yep. it's like I was creating space Mm -hmm. and calling out for my dream 
And when it was, when I created space, it made room for my blessings. I didn't know that, but it was, mm-hmm. I emptied the tank. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel that during that time, I emptied everything. Yeah. And that's so important for people to hear because I think no matter where we're at, whether it is a rock bottom or whether we're hovering at rock bottom or whether we're just going through tough times, we can hang on to our pride and not even be aware of it. And that's what gets between us and that next step that's going to take us to where we actually want to go. It's the pride that keeps showing up even when we don't, we aren't aware of it or aren't conscious of it. So I love that you brought that up and how, you know, sometimes it'll take a visceral reaction for us to empty that. Sometimes it's a conscious choice. Like for me, I've often made conscious choices. Am I really going to let my pride get in the way right now? Or am I going to humble myself <laughs> and, and, and have grace knowing that there's a lot that I don't know? Um, and so we can make these kinds of choices. What happened exactly? Now, I know a little bit of this, but I want you to tell our audience. So when you started adopting this change your mindset, change your life, I heard you did something called doing the opposite of what you would normally do. Yeah. (laughs) So I want you to talk to us a bit about that. So basically it was like this, imagine having like, there's the devil on the left. You ever seen those, those uh, uh, cartoons There's the devil on the left shoulder. There's the angel on the right. Yeah. I kept hearing change your mindset, change your life over and over. And what I did is like, say for instance, I would walk up to a set of, uh, um, a, a set of stairs, but normally I would take the escalators, change mm-hmm. your mindset, change your life. So I took the stairs. Right. Normally I would use gel soap, change your mindset, change your life. So I would use bar soap. Normally I would wake up at 11 a.m., change mm-hmm. your mindset, change your life. So I started intentionally trying to wake up early, mm-hmm. but when you wake up early, I didn't know what else comes with that. Right. Normally, I would watch and scroll on my computer screen or on my phone or things like that. Well, change your mindset, change your life. I started reading books. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going to come with continuously reading books at the same capacity that I was watching TV and scrolling. Right. Normally, I was eating fatty foods coming from the South. Everything mm-hmm. was fatty and fried and you know, just whatever. I was mm-hmm. 40 pounds heavier than I am right now. And then I, um, and I said, well, let me look into this health thing. And I didn't even know where to start. However, I said, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm not happy here. So if you're not happy, it's clearly because there's something that you're doing and who you're being in that space. Mm-hmm. So what would be the opposite? I didn't know what would happen, all I know is every single time I did the opposite, when I had the most resistance towards something, a miracle, some kind of magic, uh, a different result that I didn't get before would happen every single time. And since I had the momentum of doing the opposite, I had already built that neural pathway, that pattern in my brain not really knowing on a scientific level what I was doing. People mm-hmm. go to school for like 20 years to get this kind of education that this experience was giving me. Right. right. So yeah. I was doing the yeah. opposite, doing the opposite, doing the opposite. 
okay, I can go to this party or I can go to this transformation seminar. I can go to hang out with the same broke people who are doing nothing about their life but complaining or go to this place and potentially meet some new people. All of that was a part of the opposite. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. I actually, funny enough, we have this in common and this is a massive part of my story. And I shared it in the very first episode of this um, podcast and it's on my website, but I did the opposite of everything that I normally did when I hit rock bottom. I was like, you know what? I'm here because of an accumulation of choices that I have made. Like no one put me in this place at rock bottom It was all my choices and all my decisions that led me to this place. So what if I were to choose different? What would happen then, right? If you're not happy with the life that you're living right now, take a look at the actions that you're taking, the choices that you're making, the decisions that you're making, the people you surround yourself with and start making changes. And quite frankly, at that time, the idea of doing the opposite came up because I was like, but I don't know what to do. Like, what do I do? How do I get out of this? And I was like, well, what if I just said no to the things I said yes to and said yes to the things I said no to? (laughs) Let me start there. Mind blowing. And you know that the the thing about it is it's it's difficult to know exactly what to do. So that's why the opposite works. So we've been always talking. Because a fifth grader cannot make sense of seventh grade. It can only make sense of the level that they're at. So that's why it's like, what do I do? Well, if you do something different and uh, for long enough, I promise you something in your life will change. Yes, definitely. A thousand percent agree. Um, So let's fast forward to where we're at today. Um, At the time of recording this, we were in the middle of the COVID pandemic. There's a ton of uncertainty in the air. A lot of people are scared. A lot of people are losing jobs. People are losing lives. There's, a, there's, there's an, an energy of uncertainty that I feel is impacting a lot of people. And with this, mindset is so important. You know, and, and for me, like I've deepened my self-care during this time uh, to spend more time on myself, mind, body, soul, to keep myself where I need to be, because really the only thing we can control is us. And in this pandemic, there's so much stuff that feels out of control more than usual. And so what has this experience been like for you? And talk to us a little bit about mindset during these types of times, because whether it's this pandemic or something further down the line that happens that throws your whole world off kilter, You know, we always need tools. So one thing that I'm so grateful for, like I I wouldn't want to experience it again, but I am so grateful for my past Mm -hmm. and having overcome so many different seasons. Mm -hmm. I've always been taught to leave the past in the past, but not if you didn't get the lesson because you'll constantly recreate the past. True. So... I always, anytime something happens now, Mm -hmm. I'm like, what's the lesson? What's the lesson? What are you teaching me? What am I supposed to learn right now? There is something right now. And so as I look back on my life, there were several times where I felt like the universe was taking everything away from me 
to the point where I felt like I was on lockdown. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest ones is when, you know, from 2002 to 2005, I had everything. I had the MTV gig taken away from me. I had the, the music videos, all the commercials I was doing. Everything was taken away. My freedom was taken away because I was so greedy for money. And I ended up spending, uh, um, spending two and a half years in a French pr- prison mm-hmm. serving a 12-year sentence for smuggling drugs into another country. Mm-hmm. I already had money, but I was so greedy for money that it didn't matter how I got money. Mm-hmm. Now get this. In losing my freedom, I discovered my freedom. Hmm. So when this pandemic happened, it actually had all of the exact characteristics inside of my body mm-hmm. that I had when I went to prison. I started hearing people, lockdown, I feel like I'm in prison. I feel like, well, what happened when I was in prison? When I was in prison, all of the unnecessary things that were distracting me were no longer around, mm-hmm. which gave me time with myself. And when I had time with myself, I started memorizing my dreams. I started praying every day. I remembered that I love to sing. So I started singing or drawing portraits of other people's uh, inmates' families. I remembered that I love fitness. I started running around the, 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 the yard in the prison. And within 30 days, it was 90 inmates running with me. Less fights, less drug deals, less stabbings. So... When I was in prison, I actually found myself. Mm -hmm. And when I found myself and embodied the characteristics of freedom, somehow my 12-year sentence just happened to get knocked off. Jones, you're free to go home. Drugs are fake. Huh. Yeah. So what this told me about this pandemic Mm -hmm. is an opportunity for people to be at home, Mm -hmm. connecting with family, connecting with themselves, really focusing on their immune system, mind, body, and soul, because Mm -hmm. fear and panic actually weakens the immune system. Resentment weakens the immune system. Mm -hmm. The ability to not forgive weakens the immune system. So in all of those things, I was like, I started being more creative. I started flowing, freaking more cuddle dates with my wife. We got closer. I learned more about her. Me and my daughter got closer. Mm-hmm. We're learning more things about each other. I'm creating all, I got three inventions I'm already working on and everything because I got me back. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even realize I had given my power to so many things. So during this lockdown, mm-hmm. there's not a lockdown for me. It's actually opportunity so I can get centered while all of this greener than ever grass replenishes itself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Snaps to that. I, I love that because, um, now I wasn't in prison last year, but I was in the jungles of Peru last year and I was, Oh, you can be in prison in your mind for sure. Where we all are in prison in our mind. At some point in time, many of us remain there. And for me, I didn't realize how much of 
uh, of these walls that I had built up until I went to Peru and everything was stripped away. I couldn't, I didn't have my electronics. I didn't have my books. I didn't have any, I had nothing. And I was in living in bare bones, bare minimum, very minimal food, um, no distractions, nothing. And I remember the first two days I cried so much because I was like, I don't know what to do with myself. And I kept saying that out loud. I don't know what to do with myself. And the third day, my nervous system started to calm. Like it literally started to calm. And I just kept hearing, just be like, just be. And so that's when I started spending literally hours in my hammock doing nothing, just listening to the birds, looking at the sun, watching the sunset. And I thought to myself, like, I I don't remember ever being like this in my beingness. And I'm so grateful that that happened last year because I feel like it prepared me for, for what's happening right now. And I fully agree. Like, I think that this is number one, freedom. Freedom isn't something that we achieve through external circumstances or sources. Right. Right? Freedom is something that we have to feel from within. If we don't feel free within ourselves, we're never going to feel free when we have all the money, when we have all the things, when we have all the success, when we have all the, you know, accolades, like we still won't feel free. And then the second thing is, is like this really is an opportunity for us to, to dive deep within ourselves. I believe that many people, and, and granted the pandemic is you know, we're in our homes, but this can happen in a lot of different situations. I believe a lot of people just struggle in being with their own thoughts. Yeah. Being with their own thoughts. That's why they get distracted in so many other things. Well, that's why they distract, right? They busy themselves. Yeah. They distract. And I wasn't immune to that. That's what I was doing for years on autopilot. And I'm sure you were there too. Yeah. And so this is that opportunity for us to to look at like, what am I distracting myself with right now? And why am I distracting myself? What am I distracting myself from right now? Because that thing that we're distracting ourselves from is the invitation of of the trauma, the wound, the thing that still needs healing for us to address. So I love that. I love what you said about in losing my freedom, I discovered my freedom. I think that's so powerful. And it took, it took for me, you know, of course you can find it other ways. You can compress time frames. You, mm-hmm. you know, you can have a mentor at that time. I didn't have a mentor, my mentor right. was life. And they were going <laughs> to, my life pay me the, I pay the price the hard way, you know, and right. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for it. You know, like you said before, like you weren't in prison, but it, you don't have to be in prison to be in a relationship that you know that you don't want to be in and you stay right. in it for 10 years. That's prison. Same with a job. That's prison. Yeah, and um, just in a, a quick analogy that I that I came up with the other day it was really interesting. How babies are born through blood and chaos. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can get woo woo. <laughs> this is one are, of those times. <laughs> and this is one of those times. Babies are born in blood and chaos. So if the entire planet was a womb. Mm-hmm squeezing and contracting and squeezing and contracting so it can give birth to a new earth, then my question is, who am I going to be in this new earth? Because I want to follow the same pattern, which is why now that I'm 
in the house, I'm, I'm thinking and thinking and discovering and adapting and learning a new language, learning how to play the ukulele and like really causing all these things to happen so that I can give birth to a new idea. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching because one thing's for true, after this passes over, it's not going to go back to exactly how it no. was. There will be a shift from here on out. Mm-hmm. Right. Who am I going to be in this new version of Earth, like an update, like you take your iPhone mm-hmm. from iPhone 9 or iPhone 10 to iPhone 11, they let go of the camera so they can upgrade to the new camera. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to be in this updated version of the new earth. Mm-hmm. That's, those are the things that I'm working on now. And I encourage everyone else to as well. Yeah, I love that because I think that's a solid reminder in that we get to create who we are. Like we yeah. get to choose who we are. We don't have to continue to um, sort of like play victim to our circumstances or hold on to our backstory and use that as a crutch. Like we get to decide who we are in this moment who we are in the next moment, who we are tomorrow, who we are a month from now. And that was the thing that like, Garen, that changed my whole life. Like when I realized I can decide who I am, like I don't have to be this person that, that my family keeps telling me I am. I don't have to be this person that my culture keeps telling me they am. I don't have to be this person that my wounds, my trauma has taught me to be. Like I can be whoever I want to be. How cool is that? Right. It's like the, that's freedom right there. The, the, the freedom to be whatever kind of artist that you want and you get to create and design your ideal life. Yes. I love that. Cause we definitely are all artists for sure. Um, now I know before we started, you had started to pique my interest with something about a strategy through the storm. And oh. right now we are living in a storm. However, I mean, the way I look at it is like this storm compared to like when shit hit the fan in my life a few months ago to when like, I mean, there's always something going on. Yeah. And I feel like during these times, it's so easy to lose our footing and to lose our balance. And, and sure, we can have that moment, the momentary lapse and the momentary reaction. And then what do we do about it? Like, how do we get back on track? How do we get back into our groove? How do we then decide um, amongst the chaos, amongst everything that's happening, the storm, how do we then go back into that place of empowerment, of understanding I am free? So there were a few points, and I always reiterate this, as I connect the dots going back on my life and anything that I made it through, there were always these few points that I'm like, wow, this is how I made it through here and came out stronger. Mm -hmm. So there's this thing called the strategy through the storm. I have five points. People still in denial. They're just like, no, no, this is not nothing. This is something. They're just trying to trick us. and, And it's denial, 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 denial. You can't create from denial. You'll just create more denial. Right. Once you accept this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Now you instantly create an opportunity to create a different possibility because then you, then you can now say, okay, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. That's, it will not come before you first accept it. 
Right. So number one is acceptance. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number two, build slash create. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's people like, how could you be talking about health and wellness and promoting your company during this time of a crisis? I said, do you know the people who are getting hit the the most, the people who are not healthy with the Mm -hmm. weakest immune system. I have a can of oxygen. Would I not get that to you? And when I know that you're suffocating, no, here's the thing. You built, because here's what's gonna happen. When everything is going on and you're locked into your mission still, Mm -hmm. you're locked in your uh, purposeful drive still, what that's going to do is build you into a completely different person when there's less resistance Mm -hmm. out there. Yes. If you've never run a mile before, you say, hey, Garen, you know, because I'm an ultra ultra marathoner, Garen, train me to run 50 miles like you did. Okay, you've never run a mile before. Okay, got it. I'm going to bust your butt. We'll do 5K, 10K, 15K, and depending on how you want to complete the race depends on how much pressure I'm going to put on you. Mm. If you have a big dream, a big vision or something, it unlocks the equal of its resistance that's been sent to test you to see if you want is what you really want. So Mm. you you can approach it two ways. You can become a victim or you can use that mm-hmm. as something that's going to shape you, cultivate you, and mold you into the kind of person that deserves that next level. Mm-hmm. So in this time is the perfect time to build. Why? Because nobody else is. <laughs> nobody else is. I also love what you said about the building and creating and how that builds the, res- the resilience for when there isn't as much resistance and as much going on. Like that's really important for people to take into factor. And um, I I experienced this a lot with my working work with my workouts. Like I work out with a trainer and one of the things that he was doing to get me to boost my running so I can run more miles than usual. He said like, okay, great. We're going to do five minutes on this treadmill at a 45 degree angle. And I was like, okay, but I want to run like five miles at the speed. He's like, no, 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 we're going to do this. And I didn't get it. And then I started doing it five minutes, like super short sprints up this hill on a treadmill. And all of a sudden I can run further without the resistance of the hill. And so I love that you mentioned that because right now we're hearing a lot of people saying, build something, create something, do something, show up, but not enough people are or I haven't heard anyone talk about it in, in these terms of like, this is actually going to help you build that resilience to, to, to anything. And then also anytime you're building and creating, mm-hmm. it also tap into your discovery brain, which stimulates you like crazy. And when yes. you're in stimulation, you're in the energy of a child. When you're just doing the same thing that you've always done, you're in the energy of boredom. Mm-hmm. So because you're like a little kid with a new toy. So when you're building and creating, all of a sudden, the outside things that probably have a hold of you start to demagnetize because all of your energy is focused towards pulling things yes. into from your like the the, the 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 possibility of things are pulling you into the future. So yep. building creation number two. Number three, find your peace. Mm. 
The magic of life is in the calm. You cannot make a conscious decision through the eyes of fear or pain. Mm -hmm. The magic of life is in the calm. How do you do that? One, at any given moment, at least three times in your nose, hold it for a second out your mouth. Mm-hmm. And build the muscle of tranquility. Anytime something goes irate, pay attention to your breath. Mm-hmm. But you let the outside control your breath. But what I learned through breathing exercises, let the breath control your outside. So if your breath is always calm, then the world starts to slow down. Yes. Your daily affirmations, love on yourself. The way you love on a baby or a puppy, give yourself a chance to have that same kind of love. And these daily affirmations, meditate, pray, find your peace. Yeah, beautiful. I heard from a monk. Uh, A monk said, he goes, um, you know, true strength is not where you go into a cave. When you're amongst the chaos and you choose peace. Mm. Yes. Number four, Mm -hmm. flow like water. Tell me more. (laughs) Like Bruce Lee, be water. Whatever, whatever, whatever container you pour the water in, Mm -hmm. when you have any container and then you pour water in there, it will take the shape of the container. Right. So life is hitting us with so many different, you can't come outside, you can't go inside, you can't do this, whatever. But people are so addicted to uh, um, not changing that the mere thought of changing sends people into a scurry because they don't want people don't like change. Mm -hmm. It's true. Change change brings growth. Mm -hmm. So when you learn to adapt and flow like water, you will actually change with the marketplace, change with the time, change with evolution. And then there's a difference between when Madonna and Cindy Lauper first came out, blonde hair, blue eyes, number one records. Mm-hmm. Cindy Lauper never changed with time. So she's 70 singing girls just want to have fun. Right. But Madonna could put out an album right now and six year olds will know who she was who she is because she's evolved with the time. She was like water shaping with how time was evolving. Love that. Yeah. So important, especially during storms like this adaptability. Yeah. Yeah. Number Number five, five. lock in and connect, lock into whatever it is that you're doing. And what, what I mean by lock in, you put a specific address in your GPS system so put a specific address in your mental GPS system, whether it's developing the relationship with your mom, your friends, your, excuse me, yourself, reading a book, lock in, connect with yourself and allow yourself to truly connect with other people. Who haven't you spoke to in a long time? Who are you holding resentment towards? What do you get to let go of so that you can free yourself? Forgiveness, freedom. So... When you lock in to, 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 to yourself, to other people, to your goals, to your dreams, again, it also demagnifies all the outside pressure. So when you got all these five things going at the same time, 
Notice how light you feel. Mm-hmm. Notice how calm your breath is. And notice how much you're getting done, who you're being, and how other people are being inspired by your example because you can't be what you can't see. Yeah, I love that. Um, step one, acceptance. Step two, build and create. Three is find your peace. Four is flow like water. And five is lock in and connect. And what I love the most about this, and it goes back to something we were talking about earlier, is that these are all things that are within your control. So when everything is out of your control and you feel like the world is, you know, shit's hitting the fan or everything's gone to chaos or there's a storm here and you have no control, you actually have control over these five things. You truly do. I love that. I feel like that's your next book. Just saying. That's, you are the 10th person who just said <laughs> Then it's got to happen. So stay tuned, audience, because that new book is coming. <laughs> Garen, thank you so much for, for sharing your presence, your energy, your wisdom. I know that our listeners will get a lot out of this episode. And I know because of that, they're going to want to get more of you. So to our listeners, I've got all of Garen's links in the show notes. So make sure you go follow him, like him, subscribe to him, do all the things. But where's like your favorite place to hang out online right now? If people want to message you or hit you up, where's your favorite place? I love uh, Instagram. So, you know, GarenJones.com. My website is, is uh, I mean, my Instagram is Garen.Jones. My website yep. is GarenJones.com. I'm just getting on TikTok, so I really don't know how to use it yet, but I'll figure it out. Um, and also my book that yes. came out February 17th. Uh, it went number one in three different categories. Yes, congratulations. Um, change your mindset, change your life. I'm going to put the link to that in the show notes. Make sure you guys grab that book. So everything that I learned through this journey of of transformation, all the principles, I did not write the book at my level of education. I wrote it so everyday people can grasp these simple things and have direction in their life. The most powerful people lack direction. Very simple. Now here's the thing, when you read it, read it again. Read it again, take notes, read it one chapter at a time because you'll be becoming a different person and then let the book read you and then that's when you'll start seeing results. Yes, love that. So make sure you guys grab the book and hit him up on social media. Garen, thank you so much for being here, for sharing your presence, your energy, your wisdom. I so appreciate you. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me on. I'm, I'm excited for what we get to create in this world together. And I'm excited for when your book comes out. (laughs) Yeah, this fall, everyone, this fall. Um, To our listeners, thank you so much for joining me and Garen on today's Thought Leader, where I'm challenging you to rise up, speak up, and create a movement. Please be sure to drop a rating and review on iTunes. And if you have any questions for either myself or Garen, please reach out to us on social media. My handle is at IamRuby, and all the links, again, are going to be in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you back here next Monday for a brand new episode of Today's Thought Leader. See y'all later.